You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to episode number 55 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. As always, we are the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. And let's not forget, we are the longest-running show here on the network as well. So, as you may have recalled from my special edition of of Ranking Tracks about the recent passing of Meatloaf, we were going to keep the tribute going because in addition to being an actor and a musician, he also loved the paranormal. And I know this because he appeared on several episodes of Ghost Hunters, the original series. Not only that, but he will be appearing post his death because they had filmed an episode not too long ago for the new series as well. So look for that in February on Discovery+. And I hope they do the right thing and put it on Discovery as well, just for fans of his. So we're going to talk about Meatloaf's first appearance on Ghost Hunters. I thought that was an accurate tribute to the man, the myth, the legend. This was episode number 15 of season 5, originally airing on September 30th, 2009, taking place in Thousand Islands, New York, the Isle of Pines. Now this is the winning episode of a contest they ran called the Great American Ghost Hunt. The winning house gets investigated by the ghost hunters. People submitted their homes as possibly haunted, and this is the house they deemed most haunted. The episode starts with Jane Grant discussing it winning, and the woman who submitted it is now pregnant and is due soon. They radio to Chris Williams in one of the other vehicles to give some details. It's been in Danielle's family for 50 years. There are two houses involved, and one was once a monastery. Danielle's nephew has had an imaginary friend who they call the dead priest. A ghost has been seen walking into the wall in the middle of the night as well. Jason announces Meatloaf will be joining them. Amy said her mom will be jealous because she's a big fan. Ghost Hunters, this is just me, Ghost Hunters have had a lot of guest hosts from wrestlers to actors to some of the real housewives who were not very good in this situation. But I will tell you this, no one in the history of Ghost Hunters was more excited to be there than Meatloaf himself. The house that won is on a private island, so they meet Meatloaf on the docks. Meatloaf meets the rest of the team of Steve, Tango, Chris, and Amy. They always say, yo, our friend is joining us. Now, I don't know if Steve or if Jason and Grant were really friends with Meatloaf or not, but they definitely seem to have a connection, so that was cool. And Meatloaf tells them he'll be like a kid in a candy store. Meat, as I will call him for the rest of the episode, because me repeating the word meatloaf is just weird, says he's always loved ghost hunting. He went on an investigation in college, but was too freaked out and stayed in the car for five hours. The tour begins at 5.12 p.m. We meet the winner, Danielle, and yes, she is very pregnant. We get the backstory of the island and how the family lived in the boathouse and the priests were invited by Danielle's grandfather to live in the main house. However, they were asked to leave the island after destroying property and sinking items off the island. Not exactly priest-like, but okay. 
The tour starts in the boathouse. Danielle has seen a little girl in the middle of the night standing by her bed. She then ran off and threw a wall. In the dance hall, there has been apparitions sitting on the bed or by the couch. Hot and cold spots around the space as well. In the attic overlooking the dance hall, they have heard music playing. The brother got scared once and said, this is my house. I will not be scared anymore. And that is when he got hit in the head by a two by four that came flying over the railing. Now we're going to go into the main house. The niece and nephew were playing with an imaginary friend that they referred to as a dead priest. The kids were ages two and four. Meat is asking good questions along the tour. On the third floor, a friend heard a voice say, can you help me? They go outside and Danielle talks about ballroom music playing from the house. And the brother has seen a woman and heard laughing as well. Time to set up the equipment. Jason has a bet going that Meatloaf will get scared and will run out of the place. Meat is aware of this. He's actually hoping to see Shadow. He wants to prove Jason wrong. They start with the third floor. It is now 10.30 p.m. And Jason, Grant, and Meat are starting. Almost immediately, both the cameraman and Meat's battery have drainage. Now, for those of you not familiar, whenever a spirit materializes, it has to draw energy somewhere. Sometimes it's from the air, which is why they experience cold spots. It can also drain batteries out of any electronic equipment to manifest. At this point, also, the K2 meter is going off like crazy. They try to get the K2 to go off on command. Meat, at this point, is very hesitant to ask questions. So he's basically saying to Jason, ask it if it's a man, ask it if it's a woman. He seems to have that same fear from back in college. Jason feels his hand actually get warmer. Meat actually feels like there's movement on the bed, like someone sat down behind him. It is now 11.06, and we go outside with Stephen Tango. They note that there are people still on the boats, and their conversations can be heard. So they want to point out that voices do carry, and that can explain some of the claims that they hear from both voices as well as music playing. Chris and Amy are now in the boathouse. Nothing really happens, but they have fun talking about the giant bugs and spiders, which will come into play later on. We now go back inside with the three, two hosts and Meatloaf. Grant thinks he saw a shadow on the in the room on the third floor. They all look into a room. It's at this point that Meatloaf gets some goosebumps, and again, the K2 is going off. We see the maturity of Meatloaf now as he's starting to get comfortable. He's asking questions. Both Grant and Jason kind of stand in the doorway and let him do what he wants to do. Let him ask questions. And I thought that was a, a cool visual. And you can see the, the kid in the candy store is starting to come out. Jason asks if the spirit can do more than just manipulate the K2 lights. It then answers yes. Well, by the lights going off anyway. That's when Grant hears a banging sound in the next room. Jason notices that the air in the room has gotten thick. They hear the banging sound again. They realize it's actually the door in the next room. Jason asks if it's the priest. The K2 goes off again. This is when they head downstairs. Chris and Amy are in the bathroom or in the ballroom at 12:36. They do some EVP work and hear footsteps and a bang sound. 
Amy walks up and down the dock to see if Chris could hear it, thinking that may have been the what they heard. However, she cannot hear anything. They want a chance to investigate with me and are not sure what they should call him. Suddenly, they see a shadow on the wall. It is now 12.50. Jason has come down to help them try to figure out what the shadow was. They figured it... The shadow had to have been close to him the way that it was projected on the wall, like something had walked past them. Steve and Tango are now going to the third floor. There's definitely a sound of someone walking. They're the only ones in the house, and they hear even more footsteps. 2.53. It's in the attic with Jason Grant and me in the boathouse. They notice a lot of bird crap on the on the ground, which, if there's bird crap, that means there's birds, and they could also be the ones responsible for a lot of the noises that they hear. They ask the spirit to light up the K2 if they want them to leave. The lights go on, and in honor of their deal with the spirit, they leave. They notice it starts to get very cold. Jason takes out the thermometer. It is 10 degrees colder than it is in a different part of the dance hall. This is when they start to see lights, not like the bathroom lights, but different lights going off in the bathroom. Meat leaves his water in the bathroom to see if the spirit will bring the water from the windowsill to bring it closer. Jason sees a shadow in the bathroom going back and forth. Grant goes to investigate the bathroom. It's then that he calls Meat to come into the bathroom with him. Because I know there's nothing creepier than one dude saying to another, Hey, come check this out in the bathroom. It's actually happened to me before. Also paranormal, but that's a different story. They notice that the water bottle has moved from the windowsill to the toilet. They're all flabbergasted because it's a very tight space and nobody has gone in. Steve and Tango finally get to investigate with Meat in the boathouse at 421. Meat says he's not going to go upstairs into the attic since he, was, he had told the spirit that he would leave. That's when they hear the sound of knocking. Steve and Tango head upstairs, and Steve freaks out because there's a lot of spiders, which if you know anything about ghost hunters, you know Steve hates bugs and spiders. It's silent up there, so Meatloaf decides he's going to play a prank with Steve and start to run his fingers up Steve's back so Steve thinks it's a spider. They have a good laugh at it. It's at this point that they decide they're going to call it a night because the sun is starting to come up. They Flash forward two days. It is now Wednesday. Meat has agreed to help with the evidence reveal, which again is not something you usually see with celebrity guest hosts on Ghost Hunters. Steve gives Meatloaf his very own K2 meter, and it is his first piece of ghost hunting equipment. Meat is the first to say, hey, I found something. Take a look at it. But upon further review, it appears to be a bug, and as... uh, Steve tells him, if there's any doubt, we throw it out. Tango then finds the audio of the knocking at the attic in the boathouse. It is now time for the reveal with Danielle. They show her all the evidence that they collected. She asks if the house is haunted, and Jason says something I think most people need to hear. Forget what Hollywood has taught you about ghosts. They're not all scary. They're not all there to hurt you. You enjoy this place as a living person as they enjoyed it as a spirit. Granted, I'm paraphrasing the statement, but you get the idea as well. Honestly, I think this is a really good episode. You know, like I said, 
to see the excitement in Meatloaf and to see him go from being afraid to ask questions to actually moving forward and being comfortable enough within the span of just a couple of hours, I think is really cool. So, again, this is I love this episode. I've watched it several times since it's aired just because of the excitement and because I am a fan of Meatloaf. So, that's going to wrap up this episode. I am looking forward to the new episode of Ghost Hunters that Meatloaf is a part of. Like I said, I know there's at least one other episode he did. So, definitely Meatloaf was a fan of the paranormal. He's not a poser like the Real Housewives were. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up this ev- this episode of a Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. Thank you for joining me, and have a good one, everybody. Keep on rocking in the free world. 